Episode 71 of No Guitar is Safe featuring the ferocious Zach Wilde is brought to you by Guitar Player Magazine and GuitarPlayer.com. Guitar Player. Play better. Sound better. What is up, y'all? Ozzy Osbourne is headed out on the road. Two-year epic odyssey adventure of insane proportions. It's called No More Tours 2. Kind of a reference to the original No More Tours tour from the 90s. And speaking of the 90s, this little track you're hearing now is Zach Wilde's guitar solo from the Live and Loud album recorded around 1993 in the early days of Zach's collaborations with Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness, or as Zach refers to him, simply the boss. My name is Jude Gold. You're listening to No Guitar Is Safe podcast, episode 71. This is a podcast where players play and plug in. We're going to plug in with Zach Wilde. And it's fun for me, too, because I just love Ozzy's music. Second concert I ever saw was Ozzy Osbourne in the seventh grade. And also, man, I've done so many bands over the years, but my first tribute band I was ever in was with Joe Jambroni's Ozzy Tribute, where he went by the name Izzy Osbourne, and we did all that stuff. And I have interviewed Zach a couple or three, three times before, including two cover stories over the last 12 or 14 years. The first time I interviewed him was on his bus at OzFest. He had his own bus, and he had a cool little Marshall mini stack under the table, and I was just struck by how much he plays guitar. Like, even amongst pro players that I know, this guy just plays and plays all the time. His fingers are always moving. And, of course, that's the kind of player you want to have on No Guitar Is Safe podcast. But let me tell you, folks, I am not looking for a medal, but but let me tell you what I went through to hunt down Zach Wilde and bring him to you today. I mean, first, there's a bunch of emails and stuff. And of course, I, I also have his cell phone number, but I'm not going to hit him up that way. He's got people that schedule him. So you got to finesse it a little bit. But then again, Zach is a wild beast. How do we contain him? How do we get him in front of the microphones? I finally got my break, or so I thought a couple months ago. We're going to catch up with Zach at the Fonda Theater, the last day of the Black Label Society tour for their new album, Grimmest Hits. Great record. We're going to get into that. Last day of the tour, LA. I hop over there, but you know what? It was just tricky, man. There's no real good place to do the interview. Zach was busy, a lot of meet and greet fans everywhere. And you know, a lot of you are pro musicians, man. The last day of a tour like that can be kind of hectic. Lots of guests coming, people bringing Zach presents and stuff and saying goodbyes. I'm hanging out on the tour bus with these guys. Zach is very welcoming. We're talking about various guitar topics and stuff, but there's all these people coming through. The band members are in there eating dinner and stuff, chilling out before the show. And I got these microphones and stuff. I'm just like, you know what? This is not really the right time to do a guitar hang. So I mentioned that to Blasco, who's kind of like Zach's right-hand man, helps him out with a lot of stuff, and also, of course, plays bass with Ozzy Osbourne. 
with Zach and Blasco, man, God bless him. He's like, why don't you come back in a month? Let's come back in a month and do this at Ozzy rehearsal before the tour. We'll be set up for a few days. It'll be easy. What a great idea that was. And God bless him. Blasco came through. Just a few days ago, he emails me, how's today? I'm like, perfect. I'll be right there. So just threw the recorder from Zoom into the Jolly Guitar Copter, shot over to a warehouse in Burbank, California, right next to the airport. I mentioned that because there's a couple moments where you might hear through the wide open doors of the warehouse, a couple airplanes or something, but you know, it's just background noise. But if you're wondering, so yeah, I show up there and what a great hang it is for me because I'm just such a fan of all these cats. And I walk in and of course there's the main room. It's a big room. It's not a hole in the wall kind of place. It's like, you know, the size of a small supermarket or something, you know, where they're playing in there. And they got the full drum riser and stuff, which is like pretty high, like shoulder high and stuff. Like it's set up. Bunch of monitors for Ozzy to sing through, although he's not there yet that day. And Zach is playing and they're going through all these awesome tunes like Bark at the Moon and I Don't Know, just instrumentally. Mr. Crowley, and I'm allowed to sit in there and watch. And gosh, I gotta tell you, it was, I've seen some loud stuff before, but that was fully cranking. Zach, I think, is running two 100-watt heads or something and sounded so good. And he's throwing down these solos at molten volume levels. I don't think it was as loud for him because he's got the in-ears in and because the cabinets were kind of behind him. But it was pretty impressive. Of course, it'll be just the right volume when you see him on a big arena stage. But it was cool. So we were about to do the interview and stuff because Mr. Osborne... The boss was not going to be there that day. So we're all ready to go. And all of a sudden, Blasco comes up to me and says, change of plans, Ozzy's coming in. So we'll have to push it back a couple hours. Like, no problem, man. I'm going with the flow. I gave the whole day for that. And sure enough, half an hour later, I'm kind of in the front lounge area, front door. Car pulls up. Here comes Ozzy walking in. Gives me a friendly smile, even though he doesn't know who the heck I am, even though I saw him when I was 12 years old. I can't believe he doesn't remember me. And he looked good. I was struck by how... Good his hair looks too, man. He's he's got it like really going on with it. You know, it's really healthy, nice sheen, great color. And then Sharon Osborne came in a bit later and she had a really cute little dog that she and her assistant were carrying. The dog had amazing hair too, just a perfect powder puff. Sharon's pets, Ozzy and this cute little puppy, they've got good hair. Sharon's hair is great too. Sorry, I'm a little tired. Been doing a lot of tour dates, so forgive me if I'm rambling, but I just wanted to set the scene for you. And I wasn't really allowed to go in there and watch them rehearse, but what a thrill it was to hear through the wall, and I could hear everything. Ozzy just singing his ass off, sounding great. They got the vocal above the thunder of the band, and you could just hear him singing all these great songs. Paranoid, Believer, so many others, Mr. Crowley. But anyway, so... That kind of threw our schedule off a little bit. This interview is a little bit shorter. If you're new to the show, we obviously, with some of these guests, go very, very deep and sometimes very long. (laughs) Today is a little bit of a quicker interview, but what a great hang with Zach. Such a cool cat for sitting down and talking about all things Aussie, Black Label Society, etc., playing for us. It's funny, he went out to his vehicle and grabbed a little practice amp though. Like it would have just been too crazy to try to do this interview in front of those jet engines he was playing through in that room. (laughs) So he's got a little tiny Marshall, 
like an MG with like an eight inch speaker sitting on the coffee table out front. I stuck a SM57 in front of that. I'm playing through the Boss Katana 50 on the floor. We're playing a couple of his awesome wild guitars. And it's amazing how brutal Zach can sound even through a tiny little amp like that. I was allowed to take photos of his rig in the main room, so I'll post some of those photos on the No Guitar Is Safe Facebook page and on Twitter. I'm Jude underscore gold on Twitter and Instagram. What else? I think that's it, folks. I'm still doing a lot of playing with Jefferson Starship all the time. The shows just go all summer long. A lot of weekends. Hope to see you out there. By the way, Zach is also playing on Disney Super Guitar, where he did a metal version of, I think it was Beauty and the Beast. So anyway, let's head over to Burbank, where you'll find me setting up a mic in front of Zach. That's kind of where it opens. Thanks for listening. Again, my name is Jude Gold. If you like the podcast, feel free to write a nice review or give a nice rating on iTunes. And whatever you do, keep the inspiration alive. Keep it alive to you, 95. Hey, Zach. Money. Check one, two. So I'm just going to sneak this for you. Alrighty. I don't want to get in your vibe or anything. Hi there. <laughs> Zach, what's up, dude? Man. All right, so what are we doing? I got to get ready to roll because we got to cool. rock this out. Let's do this, man. All right, so I, got, I got an anal bleaching appointment and a nail appointment. <laughs> and I got to go see the wife and the kids. So let's do this. But yeah, you're leaving for a big... The tour starts, man, two years. <laughs> exactly, brother. The thing I love about you is you're always fucking playing, man. The first time I interviewed you was on your bus 2003 or something. I wow. was fest. That was a crazy day. You were still drinking. You were smashing beer cans on your head on stage and they were exploding. Well, that's good. And Thank goodness it wasn't hilarious. glass. Yeah, well, you, I was trying to figure <laughs> out what I'm sure it was cans. Yeah, good. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was just such a spectacle, and you've come so far, and of course, nowadays, you're a... Uh, and that's the reason why I'm still married. Yeah. <laughs> it, it helps to be a spectacle. Yeah, and probably because you uh, kind of <laughs> took that part out of your life, I guess. Well, I tell the wife every day. Yeah. I'm a gift that just keeps on giving, and she's the lucky winner. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and we are the lucky winner today. Just massive thanks to you. No, no problem, man. I know it's a long day. It was it's cool. really great to hear through the walls, you know, hear you and Ozzy playing. You guys play fucking loud in there, man. Uh, yeah, well, I got, I got the in-ears in there, but I mean, I'm only going yeah. out of the two cabs in there. That's it, yeah. man. But it's just, I know what you're saying. It's because you're in a room, you know what I mean? It's not, there's no space in there, really. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, yeah, it is pretty. It's pretty deafening in there, though, man. And it's amazing to uh, to hear how they get Ozzy's vocal over all of that, you know, in the in the monitors. <laughs> Maybe that's why Oz can't hear anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, it was really a thrill to hear you busting. Like I love how you do. The, you'll do Randy Rhodes, and you'll hit all the the important things, but you'll put your own flavors in a couple of places. I guess, but I mean, you know, you try to play them yeah. as close as you can you know what i mean 
Yeah. All the no, you know, same thing with Jake stuff. I but, but then again, I love all those songs. You know, I mean, they're oh, perfect yeah. the way they are. So you don't want to change them anyways. You know what I mean? I know. It's just yeah. You, it's like you're doing ninety five percent Randy, and then there's just a couple little flares of, of Zach that comes in. Yeah, because I have to ruin it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Could I? I mean, I, I was such a thrill to hear you play the I don't know solo at top volume through your rig. I know we're playing through a practice rig right now, but well, then. how do you? Still- You do it together. But, you know, but then also Randy, yeah. you know. Was it? Yeah, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, totally, man. I love that. You even do that. What's that one Phil does? Oh. Uh, yeah, when I was learning, <laughs> I remember being, when I was a kid yeah. learning it, I was just like, that's like the coolest look. But how he made it. Well, no, I mean, I mean, for me, I was opening up doors, you know, even with Pentatonix, because you got... Because Randy's using... Yeah. You know, whereas in a in normal Pentatonic, you'd... You know, with the Jimmy Page stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, any, any A minor stuff. So when I remember... You know, using a regular diatonic. You know, A yeah. minor. And then he goes. So you go back to. Oh yeah, that. You little. go back to blue. So I mean, I was like, wow, that's like really cool. Yeah. So, so how's the boss, man? What, what are you ready for this tour? You guys all right? What's, what's the mood like, man? You're about to hit the road for two years. Um, no, everybody's doing great, man. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, you know, you see how it is. I mean, everybody's just hanging out. It's just goofy as it's always been man yeah you guys just must have run the whole set or something pretty much yeah we went through a batch of it today hey man it's just a thrill just to hear like you know paranoid coming through what's it like for you to play that (laughs) i mean all of it i mean it's a great it's great i mean ozzy ozzy was choking he goes well maybe we'll do it maybe we'll do it first and i go because then doing no more tours we used to open with paranoid and close with Crazy Train, right? Because, I mean, but it was a double kabuki. Yeah. I, I would start down, 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 down. And then the the main kabuki would drop, and it would be a white kabuki. Uh-huh. And I'm backlit, so it would just be me. And then our buddy Andy was doing a uh, Ozzy with the fringe, and Ozzy was bowed down in front of the, the mic. And then when the, when the band kicked in, the other kabuki dropped, and Ozzy was just standing there. So, I mean, it looked great, but Ozzy was just laughing. He goes, yeah. Back in the day, Sabbath. He goes, we'd open with Paranoid, and then we'd close with Paranoid. Is our only hit song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Start with it and end with it. Oh, yeah. so great. How do you prepare for a big run like this? I mean, do you go over all the songs? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we're ready right now to do the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I- he sounded great, and it must be crazy for you guys to... Uh, you're preparing to I mean I, you'll be back sometimes for a couple of breaks and stuff but you know yeah, yeah I mean but you know but on and off for yeah. that's that's the game plan for like two years do the in-ears kind of block out some of the volume because yeah know, without stuff. a doubt I mean you know and then try not yeah. to use them at a high volume because you know, otherwise you can't get away from it you know you don't want to s- blow your ears out man yeah but it is cool because you can control it at a low volume and put you know you could have it so it sounds like this with the you know 
like yeah. put the lay on it or whatever, you know, on the in ears. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it sounds, you know, sounds like you're in the studio. Yeah, totally, but at a low volume, almost, yeah. almost kind of like how you got uh, if you were wearing a Rockman. You yeah, know, because that's exactly. what you want it sounding like, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, totally. I love your vibrato too, man. You'll you'll put in like a serious minor third in vibrato, like, hey, I'll, I'll, you know. <laughs> this is just so funny to hear you play so quietly now. <laughs> yeah, compared to relative that. to that, I mean, even for this practice amp that you're running through, which is a little Marshall MG series, you even have this running quiet. Yeah, I, yeah, it's nice when you're at this volume. How loud do you practice when you practice home? I know you get up in the morning and you practice a lot. Is it like this volume or? I don't even use an amp. Oh, really? No, I'll just, you know, just, you know, just one yeah. scales, but, you know, I don't even use an amp. No, actually, I hardly ever yeah. play through an amp. But, yeah, but you don't hear the harmonics as much. Like that, you know. Well, nah. <laughs> I've been doing it long enough, but I mean, you know, I mean, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be practicing, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now, I don't. I never use an amp, pretty much most of the time. Well, me and you were sitting around about this. Why you're not annoying the shit out of everybody? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's so, the advantage of having a guitar. You know, electric. Is that still your routine in the morning? Is because now it's a, what is it coffee and guitar every morning? Is that what happens? Yeah, you have some Bahala Java and you run your scales. You know what I mean? So it's all good. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened on stage with Mr. Osborne, the boss? <clears throat> you know, just stories. I mean, uh, Spinal tap moments, anything? Yeah, well, obviously blowing my pants apart, you know. How did from that happen? The, you know, from my crotch out <laughs> to my ass. So, you know, I'm just like flailing away. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, because you can't, there's nowhere to stop in the show. The show must go on. Yes, without a doubt. So you just keep flying away. Do so. you have any surprises? What's going on? What are the, give us a little teasers about what's going to happen on this tour, on the show, on stage. Oh, you know, uh, it's going to be a lot of dancing, a lot of uh, stilettos, a lot of fishnets, <laughs> a lot of rouge and makeup. You know, so, so. You, you watched the Beyonce show the other night, so you're yes, like, we're going to do I that. I told Oz, we need to do more of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, we do it in black label. I said, maybe we can just enter some of that into the realm of Ozzy as well. Bleaching. Sex sells. <laughs> and we have no yeah. business doing it. That's what will make it even more absurd. And I know we're not in that room next door to us right now, but the stereo chorus thing that you do is phenomenal the way it works. It doesn't sound like 80s chorus. It just makes the monster tone so huge. Do you run that straight into the front of your amps? Um, or in the loops? No, right in front of it. I don't want no loop. You know yeah, that's I mean? amazing. What what chorus pedal do you favor? Is the MXR? Oh, uh, the, the the Zach Wild pedal. Zach Wild, yeah, that's right. You yeah, have a signature MXR chorus. Yeah, totally. A black label chorus. Yeah, it's totally. badass. It's nice. Really, really chimey and just you know, but it just gives it. It just fills it out. Oh, you're preaching the choir, man. We have two ears, man. So if we can play in stereo, I think that's sometimes how yeah, it guitars. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, mind you, it still sounds yeah. cool when you're going through the pedal. Even with it off, because you know you could hear the two—it's just two heads and two cabs. That's what it is. So, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously the Rollin Jazz Chorus is the ultimate. You know, when you're sitting yeah. there, when you want to hear stereo chorus, I mean, that's like 
Well, that's interesting because that amp has the chorus on one speaker and completely dry on the other. Which, which is pretty insane. I never knew that for the longest and it, time. And it's like the most amazing sounding thing. Yeah. Totally. I agree. Uh, and your pedal board is pretty simple, man. It's just kind of... Yeah, you know. I never... I mean, well, you want to have... Yeah. You know, I mean, they're cool for different crayons and different colors. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, dry and, well, you got your wah if you want to use that, you know, for use it for a bunch of different things. And then, uh, you know, just as a treble boost or just to get pings out, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For the high-end ones. For that, or, you know, you just want to make solos pop and stuff like that. And then you got uh, the Rota vibe, I think is cool. I mean, you know, obviously, MUX yeah. is Leslie and all that stuff. So uh, then you got, I got a phase out there. I got the carbon copy and then uh, the chorus and the distortion. So it's perfect, nice. man. Yeah, whatever. I noticed like when it was last time I was, saw you play was at the Fonda Theater with uh, you know Black Label Society. Right, you often like you'll hold your guitar up straight up pointing to the sky when you're taking a solo. <laughs> oh yeah, and, oh, when a lot of the times, oh yeah, when we're doing the solos, I'll just put it up on my leg, yeah. well, especially when I'm playing the Odins and stuff like that. Well, you know, because okay. you got the guitar when you're wearing it that low. A lot yeah. of times, you know, when you want to get up to the high registers, unless you got your legs spread super far. Uh, just well, prop it up on your leg and you're good to go. It's right there. Yeah, you got your leg up on a monitor or yeah. a little box. I feel like it creates a... People know to listen to it, too. They really fucking... It's, exactly. You're the guy to listen to at that moment. Listen. <laughs> totally. I play a lot of gigs where, you know, I'll be... I do that because the the spotlight, they don't know to, that there's a guitar solo going on. These guys are just not paying attention. You just put man. it up on your leg and then they go, okay, well, he's doing well, a solo. Let's put it up towards the sky and they're like, oh, okay. Otherwise, they'll like be showing the singer the whole time while I'm playing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, I'm over here. I'm, I'm filling like, the light. But a lot of them are good. But and some, all the usage of scales goes out the window. <laughs> all the hard practice. Yes, I agree. And man, so... You have some seriously brutal tones on, on your new record, Grimmest Hits, which is hilariously titled, because those are all new songs, right? Yes, they are. So it's called Grimmest Hits, All New Tunes. Well, that's, you know, I mean, the, the record company said, Zach, are there any hit songs on this record? And I said, to answer your question, it's rather bleak and rather grim. So, therefore, we'll call it Grimmest Hits. <laughs> and there seems to be kind of a cool grim reaper theme like you know like on i love unreal the video is fucking oh, the hilarious videos, yeah and then uh all it's, that one shined yeah, tell us what happens in the video on i love unreal um oh with the grim reaper yeah he's in there and then he ends up he's saving the day and you know he's a good guy and he ends up uh saving the damsel in distress he seems kind of like a lonely guy the grim reaper in that video he until. is very lonely you know because people are just like well you if i touch you you're gonna die and you touch my plants they died there this is not good <laughs> And I kind of stay away from him. It's kind of like, what if the Grim Reaper was one of us? Kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. Kind of like that. <laughs> he exactly. Gets, he gets the girl in the end. You have a beautiful nylon string intro. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of that and I'll fly that in. It actually goes like this. That's how I did it on the record. Very, very succulent. It's very, uh, very tasty. And then immediately, <laughs> a punishing, brutal riff comes after that. Got to go back in the D for this one. And you say you're playing in drop D, but we're like already down, like we're down in in actually in Black Sabbath tuning as it got C sharp. So. Thank you. 
that's that. Tell us about then these guitars. This really beautiful guitar. I finally get to play one. Wow. Oh, okay, cool. Wild guitar is fatter neck than I thought. We're playing identical guitars here. The two horns. What's the name of this model? Oh, that's a Barbarian. And the same as yours? Same thing as this one. This yeah. is a Barbarian as well. Now, this looks like kind of your, on yours especially, you kind of have that vertigo thing. A lot of people thought of you as the bullseye guy, but tell us what you were really after. Um, it's actually a Vertigo. It was like the, from uh, the Hitchcock movie, Vertigo. That's what it was supposed to be. But then uh, my buddy Max, he ended up painting the bullseye on it, and I had a photo shoot that day, and the rest is history. So you became bullseye guy, but it's really neat to see you finally getting these kind of Vertigo designs. It's well, yeah, so or, cool. you know, the Vertigo one. I mean, this one here is just a psychic bullseye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, more that like one's... A, more of like a 60s psychedelic type thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and that one there, that's a cyclone right there and then you got you know the buzzsaw the vertigo the pinstripes you got various things it's like you know like ice creams you know what i mean i got different (laughs) flavors now yeah you got you sure do man they're just great i want to ask you also about one of your other new tunes all that once shined you're really a great singer zach i don't know if all the mainstream guitar always realizes that but you're a fantastic singer bro no thanks you i'll give you uh the payola for that right after we get done with this podcast hey man first time i met you you hooked me up with all this rad swag and shirts and hats (laughs) black label society see it helps man the stones that gather what's left forever down the absence of what was of what there's a great neck pickup tone on that solo on that on the studio version of All That Once Shine. James Nichols, he oh, yeah. uh, always takes out the neck pickups on all his guitars. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing, man? What are you doing? You, you love Leslie West. You love clap. How are you supposed to get that creamy Clapton yeah. woman tone without a neck pickup? You see what I'm saying? I can't believe you. Yeah, you know Jared James Nichols. He opens some shows for you. I love Jared. Yes, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all we're all huge fans of Jared, and we love him because he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's been not on only a show. great player, but he's a great goofy bastard. But yeah. I mean, but the whole thing is, uh, yeah. But he always takes out the neck pickups. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you always got that, you know, you know. Well, like, you know, all that one shine, you got, was it, uh, 
Then it goes. And up to the neck pickup. So how are you supposed to do that without the neck pickup yeah. for the Clapton tone? I don't think Jared wants to have this argument with no, you. No, you, you want you want to have the woman tone. You can't you can't do that without the cream tone. And Not see, sure. cream is in the name. It's creamy. You see what I'm saying? It's a creamy tone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so it's really cool to see you with Dario Lorena on stage too. And yeah, Dario's Black Label. amazing. Man. You guys got the cool tandem thing happening. Yes, without a doubt. Now you fucking played a Beauty and the Beast recently on upcoming Super Guitar Disney album with death rider oh yes 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 that's right <laughs> we ended up doing so yes it's uh it's always a good time whenever yeah. i'm doing these things it's always a good time one thing that my friend jen bergeron pointed out about your twitter situation is that yes you astound like people may not realize that you really create family like the way that first of all you were you talk about all the other greats in the industry whether they're players or not like a couple mike varney's like father varney or randy rhodes is saint rhodes you give them these titles ahead of time and create all these personalities and really create this amazing community online. How has Twitter well, changed yeah, your life? I think, you know, I mean, that's, that's the beautiful thing about it, even with Black Label. I mean, you know, Sorry about that. to me, I always thought that the coolest thing, even with the, the Grateful Dead, it's, it was bigger than a band. It was because it's like a, it's a, it really is a community. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. like deadheads. I mean, whether they run, I remember my one buddy, uh, Scotty, his older brothers were all deadheads. And they'd get they'd hook up with guys from like Boston because we were in Jersey. So they'd go, a bunch of deadheads would come down to their house from like Boston. Some of the guys would, and then they'd meet hook up with some other deadheads from like Cleveland, and they'd all go out for like two weeks on a road trip and going to see the band, you know, and yeah. just staying at hotels and hanging out and, and like 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 a complete not just community but like a family vibe, you know, guys that yeah. you you know. And I think it's so cool now, like with Black Label guys will be like oh yeah you know i met my i met my old lady at a black label gig you know like in 2001 and now we're married now and whatever we got kids or whatever or you know you meet one of your buddies because he's got a black label shirt on or he's got the colors on or whatever you're in a bar and he's from out of yeah. town and he's just hanging out and you guys instantly have something you're talking about and then next thing you know he's the best man at your wedding you know <laughs> well, eight years from now so that's yeah, it's definitely cool that's genius that you created that sort of gang thing you know it's like a, it's like a, you're in a gang i mean uh, what are some of the things you do at each show yeah, it's, a bowling, it's a bowling fraternity is what it is <laughs> it's a bowling I mean? league <laughs> totally speaking of your respect for you know the rock and rollers what, can you tell tell us what are your kids names are and what inspired their names i mean this is deep to me that you would do this oh well you got well yeah Hendrix Haywin, Michael Rhodes, Wild. So, you know, obviously. What are their names? You, you name them after all these great things. You know what I mean? Well, you got Hendrix, Haywin, and Michael, because Mike Piazza is his godfather. And then obviously Rhodes. You got St. Rhodes in there. So, uh, That's beautiful. And then man. you got Sabbath Page. You know, so uh, he's, he's our other little guy. So, Sabbath Page, Wild. wild. So, he's after, after my dad. So, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just, it could be just things i like <laughs> those things right. i think are great so there you go now what are some of the stuff you're doing on your solo these what do you when you're like when ozzy leaves the stage for a break and hand, everyone leaves the fucking stage and they throw in it no to you. nobody's leaving the stage we uh i'm actually doing like a medley of 
like all the stuff of a batch of solos that I played that we don't do in the set. Oh, really? So, yeah, so, so it's pretty cool. Any hints as to what that would be? Well, now you're about to find out. It'll be it'll be out there before you know it. I know you're starting this week. Yeah, in Florida, without a doubt. Yes, yeah, so no, Jacksonville. No tips for the audience as to what these solos are. Although we're yeah. going to find out when we when we get out to Florida. Do you have any idea what kind of stage stuff you're going to do? Like in terms of you know, when I saw Ozzy, I was twelve. Dude, that was a crazy show. It was my second concert. Brad Gillis was on guitar. And some fucker... Who's amazing, by the way. But, yeah, uh, he's amazing. He's been on this show that you're doing here. Thank you, Brad. Brad, gotta love Father Brad. He's awesome. Father Brad, man. Brother Brad. And uh, people were throwing M80s in the crowd, and one landed right in my friend's elbow, and he just barely got it went out. off. It went off right between us. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard. It was all of a sudden, my ear was ringing forever. I probably have... <laughs> it's, but there was, lucky you, know, you could still hear right now. Thank God. And, uh, you know, this three, the theatrics, nonetheless, you know, it's 1982. Ozzy had it going on. Any tip to what the theatrics might be like on this tour in terms of special effects or any stage settings? or? Well, like I said, a lot of dance. There's going to be a lot of dance. <laughs> and you saw, you saw the boss. He's in great shape. So, he's you know. looking good, you know. That's uh, because he's doing cardio every day and dancing, putting in at least three hours to four hours of dance and soft shoe as well. He's Tap dancery and soft shoe delight. <laughs> <laughs> Great hair too, man. Ozzy's got, man, he's looking like styling. He's a styling motherfucker. Pounding a protein and just, you know, doing about maybe 2,000 push-ups a day. He's doing good. What do you do? I, uh, I just do a hit a lot of protein and watch a lot of porn. <laughs> that's that's what I, my form of cardio right there <laughs> whilst working out yes <laughs> exactly when you guys plugged in you played barking at the moon and i really love the way you handle all its rhythm parts would you mind playing that for us man oh, bark yeah right, throw, throw, throw it down what we got here it sounds great everything's down like three half steps too yeah we're down right, there, man guess for well, you know it just makes it nice and chunky D now, hold on. Right. playing so mellow you're kind of you're like a quiet person man you have two different sides yes well this way you can hear it you know what i mean yeah i want to hear you hear the pickups yeah, i love those you emgs hear, you can hear the cleanliness <laughs> of it you can see what i'm playing oh yeah it's true I, I do also think you have this kind of cool quiet side that people don't really realize. Like you do the you do like the Simon and Garfunkel bridge over yes, water without a doubt on a piano, and you put it out on a record. Ah yes, well we got the piano songs, we got the mellow songs. I just put another thing up on last night. I'm just uh, doing some mellow stuff on the yeah. uh, on Instagram and Facebook and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
about like uh this new song the only words are you playing like a strat on there or something like the pickup sounds no i got um what i have on one of my barbarians we just made with uh emg it splits the it splits the pickups so you you can pull it out yeah it'll split the pickups so this way they're they're single coil pickups EMGs, but they're running in split mode between the two of them. Yeah, so you you, you pull out the knobs, it's, yeah. it's down to a single pickup. Press them back in, you're back to the humbucker, which is cool. Yeah, so you, you really. That, so you can get that scratty, single coily tone. You really nailed which that. Which is nice. You really nailed that tone, yeah. You also got kind of like a Sir Page. If I don't, what, do you, what do you call Jimmy Page? Is he a sir? Is he a knight? Uh, he's, he's the pontiff. He's a religion in himself. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> not even Page? a human being anymore. He's his own religion. What can I get you to talk about? I'm sorry. Yeah, he's his own religion. He's the pontiff. He's Pope Page. Pope Page. There you yes. go. I was wondering. There's kind of like a Pope Page moment on Nothing Left to Say. Almost. Oh, I mean, just uh, like the intro. It kind of reminded me in a... You're a soulful cat, man. Isn't there like a kind of a bluesy breakdown in there too? Oh, uh, yeah, with the, the slide guitar solo yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. It was good to hear you playing Believer today with, uh, with the boss, right? Oh, yes. What tempo you play that at? Mm-hmm. 
get 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 Yeah. Hey, there you go. It's crazy train solo, maybe. That's probably my bad. Yeah, but it's in there, brother. So would you in, entreat me to maybe let's, let's play something a little? Like, can I just hear you stretch out a little bit, man? Whatever you want to do. You want to just play some blues? Yeah. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, just do it, man.
Well, Zach, man, I know you're headed out for two years or so, basically. Yes. <laughs> I really, really, we really appreciate you making time for no us. No problem, man. Today. It's always good talking to you, brother. Well, I'll, I'll see you probably out there on the road, man. You got to definitely come out. Whoa.